This is Biz, and if hosting One Bad Mother for over 10 years has taught me anything, it's that parenting is hard and nobody gives a shit. So belly up to the low bar, where fine is good enough and you'll never feel alone. This is One Bad Mother. This week on a very special One Bad Mother bonus episode, it's happy hour! Woo! Thank you for supporting One Bad Mother as a Maximum Fun member at the $5 level or higher level. This year is our first year kicking off monthly bonus content, aka happy hour. This week, it is a genius spectacular. So once again, thank you for supporting us. Let's sit back, grab our favorite beverage, belly up to the low bar, and celebrate some genius moments. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God, that's fucking genius. Hi, Biz. This is a genius. I am so so tired of skid marks in my children's <laughs> underwear. I'm a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, and it's just disgusting. Mm. We've gone through so many different renditions of underwear and different ways of wiping our bums to sufficiently get clean. We have the days. <laughs> we have wipes in their bathrooms. We just, I've just, I've just tried everything and it, it doesn't seem to make a difference. I have, you know, my daughter's frozen underwear with Elsa and Anna and they just have a big brown splash across the face or my God. son's dinosaur underwear and it just looks like they're playing in mud and it's just <laughs> disgusting. I hate it. I was getting to the point where I was just throwing out underwear. I'm very lucky. I have other people who help me with my children and my house. So I'm not the only one seeing these underwear. Not just me and the kids. It's our sitter, uh, my my cleaning lady, my parents. So it's getting just to be very frustrating. And then I had an epiphany just just now in the car listening to your podcast. Black underwear. I am just going to buy them black underwear. I'm going to go on Amazon. Here it is right here. Black underwear for toddlers. Done. I'm just. They're going to wear black underwear until they're in their own house because <laughs> what we can't see does not disgust us, disgust us, excuse me, as much. So, yeah, there you go, everyone, black underwear. Oh, my God. This is such a great genius. <laughs> this, is, this is the best genius. I, I don't even ever want to know. Like, what happens once the black underwear arrives or, like, any of the other things that could go horribly wrong? Like, personal taste or whose underwear is whose? I don't even care. All I care about is that this solution makes you happy. And, okay, two other things. One, you have a bidet in your house. You have bidets. Bidets with an S on the end. Multiple. Again, I don't care if the bidet came first or the unfortunate wiping incidents 
happened first and the bidets were a result. I don't care. Maybe it was a pandemic purchase. Doesn't matter. I just really like that you have really gone through the list of things people might suggest to you on how to fix this. And then you... <laughs> I'm not the only one seeing the underwear. It's like it's a ghost. And you're now you have proof. You have proof that this is happening in your house. <laughs> that it's a horrible nightmare. I love you. And I, I also like that we were getting a real in-time purchasing of black underwear on Amazon. Oh, there it is. See, look how easy it is. Boop, done. You are doing a great job making it so you don't have to look at unpleasant things. Good job. <laughs> Hi, Biz. This is a genius. And this is one of those no one gives a shit. And if I were to tell most people, they'd say, okay, great. Good for your boobs, I guess. <laughs> but... <laughs> I have been breastfeeding for over four years. My breasts have gone through some changes, and none of my bras fit. And so the genius is I took measuring tape, and I measured my breast. Mm. And I measured, what is it, underneath your breast, the ribcage part. I don't know what that's called. Um, and I figured out what size bra I am. Mm. And it's wildly different. <laughs> than any bras I've ever had. Um, so I ordered a new bra. I did it. And it didn't even take that long. So the genius is, you know, figure out what size bra you wear and do it. And I feel really good about it. So Oh my God, you're fucking genius. I also like how this started out on a high and then by the end, you're like just exhausted. You're like, size bras, figuring it out, making it happen. Yeah, I I think there is this weird assumption that uh, people with boobs who wear bras just know everything they need to know about it, right? Certainly, no one learned possibly through advertisements or swimsuit issues, or anything like that, right? That didn't fuck us all up. So you mean it's not supposed to jam them up under my chin? That doesn't mean fitting? Anyway, I love that you measured and, <laughs> and that it worked, because I have yet to measure and it work in any way that is satisfying to me. You are the Einstein of self-brawl fittings. You are doing an amazing job. You are killing it. Hi, Biz. This is a genius and also a part fail, but it ends with a genius. I am on my way back from the fish store from Petco because, you know, fish. And um, and I had to look at the betas as I was figuring out which one to buy and be like, hmm, which of you are going to die in my fish tank? And that <laughs> fail is my fail because... We lost our second beta and another glowfish. And I'm like, hmm, all right, we'll do this. But <laughs> it comes in, just turn into a ramp, but it comes because Lefty said that Lefty wanted a fish tank. And yeah. Lefty said Lefty's going to take care of the fish tank. Yeah. But no, Lefty doesn't take care of the fish tank. I mm -hmm. take care of the fish tank. Mm -hmm. And so therein lies my genius is while oh. I'm at this store, I say my time is more valuable than this. And I pre-order ahead all the filters I'm going to need all the things that I'm going to need for the next year, like that it can be shelf-stable, and so I don't have to drive out to the fish store at Saturday morning. 
this And buy new filters and then buy replacement fish that are just going to die again. You only have to go out when the fish actually die. And then I'll be back there again. All right. Thank you. I'm doing a great job for recognizing that my time is important and I can do online shipping for free. And you are doing a great job. And I appreciate the podcast. Thank you. Uh, so see you at the fish store in three days. <laughs> I love, I, okay, everybody is so fun. You guys are fun. This is a fun episode. You're like, eh, the fish store, you know, cause fish. Yes, I do know. Cause fish. My children are so scarred by fish that we had, I mean, you got to go way back, but like my father is considering getting a tank, an aquarium and both children and myself have separately reminded him that one, guppies, just because they say you got all male guppies, doesn't mean that they can't literally alter their sex and then get inseminated and then store that and then fertilize their own eggs every month. So every month for like up to five months, they could give birth to 20 little guppies. True story. Something the fish store should have let us know. Anywho, I love that you value your time. I love that you're making life easier for yourself. And I love that you have accepted the reality of having fish in your house. You're doing an amazing job. You really are. Hi, guys. I am calling in with a genius. And it is so stupid that I'm nearly 40 years old and my genius <laughs> is that I think I made a friend. I think I made two friends, guys. I think I did it. We moved here back in the fall, and it has been kind of miserable to not find my people because we're in a really red state, and I have – I just really suck at peopling. And I am non-binary, and I have an autistic kid, and he's feral, and I'm fairly feral. Thanks for the pandemic. And just, I, I don't even really know how you walk up to people and say hi, hello anymore. But I did it. <laughs> I did it. I fucking joined Facebook finally because that is the only way people around yeah. your network. And I found a group of people that are parents who didn't sound completely like crazy wackos because there was so much like fanatic Trumpy slash pseudo Christian insanity around here. It was, it took some time to wade through, but I did it and I went to a thing and it was really awkward because my kid was naked within 10 minutes because it was hot outside. Yes. But I, I went to the thing and at least one other mom was cool with my level of wilding. And a couple of days ago, I saw they posted like, hey, we don't have anything to do. Anybody up for something? And I was a big, brave dog. And I said, <laughs> we would love to do something. And we went and we did something. And while we were there, we met another mom. And <gasps> she's witchy and she's fabulous and she's neurodivergent. And all three of us completely nerded the fuck out for like 30 minutes while our kids went fuck wild in the close by stream. And we exchanged information. And I set up a group text, which I'm horrified to say I didn't actually know how to do this before now. And we got together again today. 
and it was magnificent. Mm. I did it. I I did the peopling, guys. I did it. I'm winning. Go me, and go you. You are so winning. You are so winning at peopling. First of all, yeah, I'd want to hang out with you in like five seconds. Oh, my God. Anybody whose kid strips down and gets nude within like 10 minutes at any social gathering, that's how you identify your people. Okay? I really enjoy the fact that you're both... I like everything about this. I like that... You see, by going and having your child be your child, it allowed another parent to really see you and come to you and be like, maybe you're my people. And then you guys became people, and then you found a third piece. Very Witches of Eastwick. I can see this happening right now. Uh, I am so I'm so happy for you. It is really hard. It is not easy to find your people. And I, I especially after the pandemic, especially given how it can feel extra challenging to navigate new social environments today. I, I just I just think you're doing a good job and you deserve those friends and they deserve you. And you are doing an amazing job. Good job. Hi, Biz. I am a mom and a nanny, and today I am a fucking genius. I have been having problems getting one of the kids that I nanny up for school. And today I chose to play his favorite song to try and get him out of bed. And it actually worked, and he got out of bed with a smile on his face and was very excited to hear his favorite song and see the music video, and it's Raining Tacos. That's the song, if you're wondering. And I just felt like a genius. Thanks for having the show. Bye. Oh my gosh, you are a genius. I am so happy this is the one we're ending on today for Happy Hour, because it makes me so happy. A... This is a really good idea, and it's one of those ideas that could work on multiple levels for multiple people. I actually would really like to wake up to my favorite song. You know, now thanks to all the tech devices that we have listening to us all the time, I I could probably make that happen. And it would probably, it's like such a good mood setter. We listen to a lot of music in the house, and... It definitely can adjust a mood. And I think not only does it help the kid get up and on a good note, it helps you stay on a good note, right? You got a lot of stuff coming, breakfast, feeding, getting people places where they need to go, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I love this. And I hope you have a favorite song that you wake up to. And I hope we all go out and find a favorite song to listen to to get us going. I have no idea what It's Raining Tacos is about. I'm going to assume it's like It's Raining Men and that they're just like nude male tacos. Is that a thing? Eh, it's probably not your business anyway. Oh, thank you. I'm getting a thumbs up from Gabe. Everybody, I had such a nice time hanging out. Uh, My beverage of choice right now is a big-ass bottle of water, (laughs) followed by probably coffee in a little bit. 
Again, thank you for being a supporter of One Bad Mother and of Maximum Fun. We will be back every month with fun bonus shows to celebrate happy hour. You are all doing such a great job. And if you ever need to find me, you know where I'll be. Hanging out very close to the ground right here at this low bar. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, my husband, Stephen Lawrence, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.